Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in today to my ministry song, scripture, and my thoughts. Today is October 27th, 2023. Today's scripture will be found in the book of Revelation. We are continuing reading. We are on chapter 10 today. Today's song, the title is Praise the Father. Praise the Son by Chris Tomlin. It's a powerful song which describes our God as one God. And the book of Revelation really does point to the star of the show from the beginning of the Bible. It all for instance, the Old Testament is incomplete without the New Testament because the Old Testament speaks of the promised Messiah. And so it's like a book that has no ending unless there's the New Testament. So you read the New Testament and of course we read about the Messiah has come. He has come and he was and is and is to come back so this this book of revelation it's got the, the past the present and the future in it it's it's it all revolves around jesus Christ and the powerful our powerful and majestic God that is described in Revelation he comes down from heaven to be born. That's the greatest act of love for his children. He comes down to be born of the Virgin Mary and he is given the name Jesus, which is the same name that God has because they're the same God. There can't be a different name. He's the same God. And when he's born of the Virgin Mary, he's born human, of course. We should all know that by now. And he is the only way back to the Father is believing and receiving him in faith that he is who he said he is in in the book of exodus moses asks well what's your name and he says i am who i am In the New Testament, Jesus says, even before Abraham was, I am. 
just the, the thought that so many have missed that the kingdom of heaven was within was with them <laughs> he'd arrived people were expecting a human king i think to sit on the throne of david and rule forever and to deliver all the jerusalem people from all their enemies and they were never going to be harassed again. They were waiting for that. Instead, they absolutely refused to believe that Jesus is a king forever. He's the king of kings, the lord of lords. And he's not confined to a human throne that David used to sit in. His kingdom is not of this world. But when he comes back, in all his glory, we get to live with him in the new world, with, with him reigning. It's a beautiful, beautiful thought to, to, to think about. That's, he's our hope. He is, he is our hope. So we will read. I thought I was on that chapter. I have a marker in my Bible, but it's four I'm at in the Bible, which is in it, the book of Exodus. But here we go. We're on chapter 10. This is a very short chapter. The title is The Mighty Angel with the Little Book. I saw still another mighty angel coming down from heaven, clothed with a with a cloud and a rainbow was on his head his face was like the sun and his feet like pillars of fire he had a little book open in his hand and he set his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land and cried with a loud voice as when a lion roars when he cried out Seven thunders uttered their voices. And when the seven thunders uttered their voices, I was about to write, but I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Seal up the things which the seven thunders uttered, and do not write them. The angel whom I saw standing on the sea and on the land raised his hand to heaven and swore by him who lives forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that are in it, the earth and the things that are in it, and the sea and the things that are in it, that there should be delay no longer. But in the days of the sounding of the seventh angel, when he is about to sound, the mystery of God would be finished as he declared to his servants, the prophets. John eats the little book. Then the voice which I heard from heaven spoke to me again and said, Go, take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel who stands on the sea and on the earth. So I went to the angel and said to him, 
give me the little book. And he said to me, Take and eat it, and it will make your stomach bitter, but it will be as sweet as honey in your mouth. Then I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it, and it was as sweet as honey in my mouth. But when I had eaten it, my stomach became bitter. And he said to me, You must prophesy again about many peoples, nations, tongues, and kings. Pause. Wow. So the next chapter goes into the two witnesses. We'll get into that one at that point. That chapter is really quite good as well. So the Apostle John, now he is, he is seeing a mighty angel. This isn't an angel that looks like a man. This is uh, another mighty angel. And in one of the messages that I gave in the book of Revelation, when I was describing, when I was reading the description of Jesus with his eyes that look like fire, uh, his feet like bronze, uh, I mentioned that I had read that there was an angel that kind of had a similar description. And so I wanted to read here Jesus' description, of course, is much more than the angel. He says, uh, clothed in a garment down to his feet and girded about the chest with a golden band. His head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were like fine brass, as if refined in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. And then we hear the angel described in chapter 10, and he's a mighty angel, and he has his face was like a, like the sun, and his feet, oh wait a minute, I think I missed something. He's clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was on his head. His face was like the sun, and his feet like pillars of fire. He had a little book in his hand. So, no, not an angel that looks like a man. So he's got the, the feet like pillars of fire, like the Son of Man did where it says his feet were like fine brass, as if refined in a fire. Well, not quite the same description, but out of this world <laughs> description. Like we don't see people like that around here. And he's he cries out in this loud voice as when a lion roars. So we're, John is hearing... quite the the voice as a lion uh, excuse me as a lion roars and when this angel cries out seven thunders uttered their voices seven thunders they each said something and god decides mm -mm, don't write it down it's too much it's too much let's not do that when the seven thunders uttered their voices, 
he says, John says, I was about to write, but I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, seal up the things which the seven thunders uttered and do not write them. So what did they, these seven thunders say? God didn't want us to know. I think it was quite frightening. Quite frightening. So the angel, I love this. He raises up his hand to heaven. And he swears by him, Jesus, God, who lives forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that are in it, the earth and the things that are in it, and the sea and the things that are in it. Jesus, the creator. He tells John, don't be afraid, it is I. I was dead, now I live. I live forever and ever. This is him who the angel is looking up and, and saying this to, to the one who lives forever and ever. And, and he says, the creator of everything. It, it, it is him who he's lifting his hand up to. It is him who is speaking now to, G, to John to not write down what the seven thunders uttered it's the description here we can't miss it jesus christ the one who lives forever and ever who is god in the flesh he is the one that we need to put our faith in because all that he did he left his kingdom to come down and he and he comes down once more in this in this visitation to to John to let him know what's going to take place. And I just love that the angel, this mighty angel, swears to heaven, to him who lives forever and ever, who created the heaven and the things in it, the earth and the things in it, and the sea, the things that are in it. In the last message, I said, we can only believe that our first parents are Adam and Eve, because he created us. He began with making Adam from the dust, taking the rib out of Adam, and making Eve from the rib, fashion her together, and then humanity was so corrupt they the bible god's word tells us that they that humanity was evil not some of the time but all of the time so he gets away with he he get, does away with his creation except who who was le, who was ordered into the ark and so from from noah his wife, his three sons, Ham, Seth, and Japheth, and their wives. This is where we come from. We weren't created over here separately. We all come from the first set of parents, and then from the new covenant under Noah, after he floods the earth, 
under those three suns we come from. He is the creator of all things. So the rest of the chapter, the voice from, from God, from heaven, spoke to John and said for him to go up to the angel, this mighty angel, and doesn't sound like but this by this time John isn't intimidated by seeing mighty angels that look out of this world. At first when he sees Jesus, his friend, in the midst of the seven seven lampstands, he falls to his feet, to Jesus' feet, because he, he's just I think he faints, but he definitely didn't run to his friend who he hadn't seen in a very long time. He, he at that time, realized, I mean, he realized who he was when he was on earth, but now he's seen his throne room and he's seen who actually walked with him. And he's the one telling John to go to the angel, the mighty angel, and to take the little book from his hand. And, and, and <laughs> John just goes up and says, give me the little book. Apologize if you heard that noise. I have a. I've been doing my messages from my bench in my bedroom, and um, I have a sleep number bed, and it just decides to shift gears sometimes all on its own without me, without anybody on it. Anyway, that's what if you heard that noise, that's what it was. Um, so John is not intimidated by this mighty angel. He just goes up and says, "Give me the little book." <laughs> and the angel says, take it and eat it, but your stomach is going to be bitter, and but it's going to taste sweet as honey in your mouth. And that is exactly what had happened uh, when he ate the little book. And I'm thinking, uh, I wonder, and this is a, an opinion, whether... When he ate it, it was sweet as honey because of the promises of God yet to take place, but it was bitter in his stomach because of all the rest that was going to take place. I don't know, but in the end of the chapter, it says, You must prophesy again about many peoples, nations, tongues, and kings. And so we will go into that chapter next. Just going to my thoughts a little bit. I was talking to my husband last night, and he's also reading the book of Revelation. I didn't know he was. Uh, and I think because of all that's happening in the Middle East with Jerusalem and Palestine and all that hot mess that's going on over there, I don't even want to go into it. I, I believe, because Scripture tells us that if we believe on the Son, and have faith in him and repent that we are sealed and we go to heaven and our great commission our mission from God is to go out and preach the good news and, and give people the straight news of who Jesus is and 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 hope to open somebody's ears eyes and so they lose the heart of stone and and they're created to be a born-again person with the heart of flesh. I mean, that's that's what we need to do. Uh, 
as we continue in the book of Revelation, it gets more and more, uh, well, the two witnesses, I love that, that part, but then we're, we're going to get into the woman, the child, and the dragon. Starts getting into the beast from the sea, and we're just, uh, Lord help me to, to get to go, get through those chapters. And, and he does help me, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I will proclaim his name. And, and what we miss sometimes, I think, is following him. I think that there's so much of humanity that knows who he is but doesn't uh, know him personally because you know when you know him personally you you start wanting to do the right thing because of your love for him this is when you you've given your life to him you have um, just completely surrendered to his will, completely trust in him, completely have faith in him. And and you pick up your cross and you follow him. And you know, I said this in our Bible study on Wednesday, a person should know, pinpoint a time when they became a born-again creation. Not merely just saying the words that are required, because I think a lot of people are deceived if they just say those words and that's it. Because you can say them with your mouth, but if you don't believe in your heart what you're saying and believe in the one that you're confessing and follow the one that you're confessing, uh, there's, I can't remember who it was at one time I read, that there is such a, that, that people, I don't remember how many inches, is it seven inches, inches from the brain to the heart, that we, people know it in their brain, but it never reaches their heart. And so they don't make it into heaven because it never reached. The belief and faith and surrender never came from the heart. And once you do that, the Holy Spirit then works with you to repent of all that you ever did. He did that with me. It was a hard process because when we live in our old self, we do whatever we want. I've gone, come on here before said, and said, I knew who Jesus was. My mom made sure that I knew who he was. But you can know somebody and never know of somebody and never know them personally and they never know you personally and that's where i was at in my old self i knew he was i didn't want to follow him but i also wanted wanted to go to heaven you know and it was just like perhaps i was of the mindset i mom has me in church so i'm okay so i'm going to go ahead and live the way i want to live and i that's how i lived it so you, you live life without God, but then you realize that 
because God's eyes are everywhere and he can choose to pull you out of a, a danger, something something dangerous, and then you can't explain it because you're like, wow, something awful should have happened to me or I should have died in that moment. But and at, at, during those times, thank you, God, or, or help me, God, <laughs> you cry out to God, but you don't have a relationship with him, but he, yet he'll hear. And anyway, I know when I became born again, and then when he helped me to repent of everything I did in my old life, he went through it with me. And he literally stood in front of me. I couldn't see him, of course, but the Holy Spirit was there. And he had me recall everything. And this takes, sometimes it can take a long time. Sometimes it can take a few days. Sometimes it can just take a day. It just depends on how much, you know, how much he has to go go through with you. For me, it, it didn't take that long. But it was a painful experience. Very painful experience. I cried many tears, but oh, just who the sun sets free is free indeed. Free indeed. And I just want all of you to have that. Uh, a lot of people can't forgive themselves or can't forgive other people. And when you completely surrender your life to the Lord and pick up your cross and follow him, he helps you through that process. And you can be, you can have an intimate relationship with the Lord, as I did. And then after a while, then he has, and, and of course, you've got to repent. And, and it didn't happen right away that he took me through this journey of everything I ever did. <laughs> But when he finally did, that is when I was able to free myself of any uh, unforgiveness and others I was able to forgive. Because when we forgive somebody, that person is set free. And then hopefully later on, then God is able to help the person that was the offender in and it, this is how it goes but if if we we're still hanging on to something on somebody else first of all our prayers won't be answered because we have unforgiveness i remember one time i oh i was really praying for one of my nephews because he was being bullied at school and he's just a smart handsome guy and but a bookworm and he had a group of boys that would every day harass him every day would bully him i think at one point one had shoved him up against a locker and when my mom told me this i was like oh no i gotta pray and she said she'd been praying i said no when two or more are gathered in his name he hears and i started praying for him and the testimony is the next day he was able to tell grandma <laughs> my mom that those boys had looks on their faces but they couldn't come near him he said if he felt like there was a wall there that they couldn't cross 
<laughs> praise the Lord and hallelujah. I said, Mom, oh, God had a wall up and those boys can't harm him anymore. And back then, I told you I've had my ministry for quite a few years. I think I said five or six, but it might be long, more than that. I've just been online for a couple of years with it. But I used to give a, back then it was a phone ministry and I had a certain group of people that I would have in my ministry. And there were a few people that I was like, yeah, they really, mm, should I include them? You know, and it, this nephew was one of them. I don't know why, but I thought, I don't know. But why I wouldn't think that they would want to hear the word of God. And it just turned out that he was one of them that he was listening. And the song had been during during my prayer and mom's prayer, prayer for these bullies to stop bullying him. The song had been, ah, uh, it's Big Daddy Weave. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find it because I I think maybe some sometimes people need to hear it. You might hear me clicking. Um, let me find find the song. Uh, library, artists, Big Daddy Weave. Oh, well, I'll find a song and I'll put it in the show notes. It escapes me. Guys, I've been up since three in the morning. <laughs> I'm getting tired, but I, I couldn't go back to sleep, so I thought, well, I'll just come on and, and give a message, but I'll have that in the show notes, but it was a powerful song about God walking before us and and, and uh, fighting our battles, so we can't ever exclude anybody. I, I learned a big lesson because my mom says, oh, you know, there were three from the same family, two nephews and a niece that had been reading the messages that I was posting to my ministry song scripture and my thoughts. And they look forward to those messages. And since then I've bought them all Bibles and it, you know, it, we want to be, we just want to help people in their walk and I know that people think, oh, the millennials are going down the wrong path, but I, not the ones in my life, they are seeking. <laughs> and even the, uh, gosh, everybody's in a, an adult now that was in my ministry back then, but they are all very hungry for the word of God. And my husband was saying last night, he says, you know, gosh, listening to your Bible study and you are I mean how wonderful is that that you have everybody reading the Word of God and worshiping God and and because seeds are planted early if if that's the hope right because with mom with me she planted seed she had well she's still a Catholic but she had us in in church where we would hear scripture, and scripture doesn't come back void, even though I wasn't paying attention. But 
it was going in my ears, right? And she had me in, in Bible classes and, again, wasn't listening. I had a strict dad, and so I couldn't have a social life. So when I was at these um, classes, I was free. I was I, I was socializing. <laughs> I didn't have time for to be actually listening to what I was hearing. So, but the seed was planted, and seeds were planted with my kids, and I didn't um, probably do any better than my mom did. I just had them again in Catholic, followed in her, in her, uh, how she brought me up. I brought them up in the Catholic Church through all those classes. But seeds were planted. But these very kids, uh, when they had kids, then I was out of the Catholic Church and I was teaching and teaching them to get out of the Catholic, my kids to get out of the Catholic Church and to, and, and so when I would ever have my grandchildren here, I would teach them about God. And these are the very kids and, and my kids that are listening and we are reading we just finished the book of acts and we're going to be reading the book of romans and they're just so hungry i just love it i just love it so if you're not doing that with with family starts starts with the household to did really bring me great joy when my husband told me last night that he was in the book of Revelation and I know that one day he will be the one to lead us in, in reading the Bible and lead us to singing praise songs to the Lord and lead us into, into going to church and he will be he will take on that role I believe that with everything in me and he is he is going to be a great minister to people he he will i i'm prophesying so i wanted to share that the, the my granddaughter she became um her relationship with the lord became even stronger she started reading her bible and singing praise songs to the lord and um right right after she got married and then she was a little concerned because here she had her intimate relationship with the Lord but her husband did not so she would often ask me what what do I do I, I don't I don't want to push it push it push Jesus to him too much but I want him to be born again and so we prayed and then he he got baptized water baptized and before that the past the pastor had told him well this is when the baby got dedicated um, the pastor told him that he was the one that was going to have to uh, lead them in, in reading scripture and, and singing praise songs to the Lord and, and taking his wife and child to, to, to church. And it couldn't be uh, my granddaughter. It had to be him. And, and he has taken on that. He has, he has grown in his walk and, and he, he is doing all this. He's part of our Bible study. It's just been a, a, just an amazing transformation with him. All the glory to God. All the glory to God. You know, sometimes we don't know. Or we, we hope that we, we come into an equally yoked relationship. As for me, I knew that at least my husband believed that God was Father, Son, Holy Spirit. That he was one God. 
he believed he he believed that so he you know it's different when oh my gosh you you meet somebody that's got a whole different muslim or buddhist or atheist or something else then you really got a challenge you know uh, i was at least new enough to screen even though he mentioned that he was, he was also growing in his walk but you know the enemy can just really come in and destroy what a couple is trying to build together so but anyway it's coming i'm prophesying that i'll go ahead and end here i give all the glory to god all the glory to god he is my lord and savior and i hope that he is yours much love to all until next time bye